new gen anime and the state of how we and just our thoughts on this new gen anime and i'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves and uh you know what they do all right i'll go first uh what's good everybody it's your boy me aka young drip god aka young juice god uh i have a podcast my my very own podcast called space to place podcast you can follow me on it's your boy meech on twitter and i just be chilling and vibing you feel me glad to be on this episode man what's good everybody it's your boy aaron aka lost homie aka the anime anthology from the black anime podcast blxxk anime and you can follow us on twitter at blxxk anime uh and that's about it we talk shit we talk shop also we do uh, man, I appreciate y'all for coming through. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. No problem. So today, you know, I'm gonna give our thoughts about the new animes that's out, like My Hero, Black Clover, Vinland Saga. Uh, you know, everything that usually came out after the big three, and you know, this state of shonen or just set in general. So I just want to start off by saying. What's a new gen anime you would recommend and why? Um, I think easy for me. Um, if we just talking shonen, then I'd I'd probably recommend My Hero Academia before anything else. That's it's like a easy to understand anime. Um, it's not it's like it's complicated, but like it's only as complicated as you make it. Plus, it, it blends a lot of Western themes in with um uh with the uh, with Eastern anime. So it, it, it does a lot. It does a lot. Like the, like if you're into superheroes, then you're more than likely be into um, My Hero Academia. So it's, I think that's just simple. That's probably the easiest one. Mm, I uh, personally, I'd recommend somebody, uh, I, as far as new gen anime goes, I recommend somebody to watch uh, Demon Slayer. It's pretty, it's a quick series. That you can get through. It's only twenty six episodes, but those twenty six episodes, I feel like you'll enjoy every single one. It's a basic plot that follows other shonen tropes, but it's the way the characters are interacted into the show itself that makes it that gives it a unique feel. And the whole uh, breathing techniques, I think, are really unique as well. And it's like the characters you're going you're gonna love like practically all the characters if like from Zenetsu Inosuke. The Hashiras, you're, you're definitely going to enjoy it. Also, the animation is stellar, and and the soundtrack is phenomenal. All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's what's up. But for me, uh, new gen anime, I would recommend. Uh, I would say, I got, I say I got two. Um, let me start by saying, Promise Neverland, and to me is because. It's uh it's a new twist that they're doing. It's not like the typical uh you know uh powers up or like uh battle shonen. It's like requires thinking. It's a little bit of horror, and it's just like it keeps you at the edge of your seat because the plot is so engaging and the plot is so different from the typical shonen that it'll be like if you want something fresh and new, definitely check out um, Promise Neverland it gives a different take. And also I agree with when it was saying uh, the My Hero Academia, like, you know, the characters and the world and, you know, it's just like this uh, new age 
heroes and how the how it deals with society and implementing that in the real world plus superpowers and great characters and great plot i feel like that's um a good one to recommend too so moving on uh question two what are some new gen anime you guys think aren't good and like you feel like it's just there just to be there or you just not you're not feeling it and well how would you approve on it um i guess i I can answer this first um i think again like speaking strictly on shonen because talking new gen anime is kind of hard because not many of them wrong running wrong running wrong long running so sometimes it can be hard to really you know speak on them but i think to speak on like a long running where it's shown in battle battle anime um i think the the one that is the weakest in my opinion is black clover and that's that's just because black clover is just it's hanging on to like the threads of the older generation which isn't a bad thing i mean it's something that can definitely be enjoyed if you're if you if you if you're coming for a certain purpose, if you're coming to shonen battle anime to see you know exaggerated you know powers and random power ups and you know you know teamwork will beat anything whenever that kind of stuff like that you know dumb main character and main characters necessarily overpowered like if you're coming for that you'll get that you know but if you're coming for anything with nuance or anything that makes it seem like it's a necessarily a really new really like blend of older new styles you're not going to get that from black clover um like i said definitely something you, I, I can i see how people enjoyed it because i enjoyed the when i first started watching probably like the first 60 episodes i was really into but then it just fell off very hard for me um like probably like the next 20 that came after that and i just i couldn't keep watching it It just it lost my interest like i was watching for entertainment and i just was no longer being entertained or like being amazed so uh i don't know to improve it i just i just i think i think it needs to treat itself more seriously because i don't think black clover treats itself seriously at all and that's something that you could definitely you know you know, cap like cap with like a lot of older anime, um, even like some down like Dragon Ball. But even Dragon Ball has moments where it takes itself very seriously, and I don't think Black Clover has enough of those moments. A lot of times, it, it a lot of times fights are won, not necessarily by strategy, but by just who hits the other more, and that's like, or it's like last minute lucky type stuff, which again isn't isn't I don't know for me, it it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't match anything that's new. There's newer anime that does it so much better. Yeah. That's a great take. Real good take. What about you, Mitch? Okay, so the question was like an anime that, a new gen anime that you don't like necessarily? Yeah. That like you're just not into? That. Yeah. And how um, do you think of I know this. Okay, uh, probably going to get some people upset who are listening, but I just can't get into My Hero. Like, I honestly, like, the whole concept of the whole super th- superhero things, it just does not interest me at all. I tried watching it when it premiered on Toonami like from the like the first episode I gave it a couple uh tries for like the first five episodes and I was just not feeling the vibe of the show I was like what is it that's missing that I'm not enjoying because if it's any other shonen I'll be on it immediately like it's just something I don't know if it's like just the hero concept itself or it's just like if it's like slowly paced or whatever, it's just not my cup of tea. But it's not. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's like it's a bad series. It's definitely not. It's mates. It's mates. It's money for a reason. There's a reason why it has a insane fan base right now. You feel me? 
But personally, I just can't get into it. I don't know. I'm probably going to have to just give it another shot and force myself to find something that I can like about it because I don't want to just give an impression where, like, I only tried it once and I can't find what it is that people like about the show. So I will give it another shot. But personally, from what I've seen so far, it's just it's just not for me as far as what I like in a shonen. And it's definitely unique. And it does follow some tropes and goes into its own lane. But it's like, I don't know, the it's just like the characters in the show, they don't resonate with me like other new-gen shonen or old uh, generation shonen to me. Like, I don't get that connection with these characters right now. That's all I have to say on that, though. But, yeah, it's it's a good show. Personally, it's just not for me. Okay. And I appreciate it, like, for being honest, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? If somebody got an issue with it, fuck it. You know, we're just people with opinions at the end of the day. Uh, if I had to pick one for me, I would agree with, I would say, um, with Black Clover. Black Clover is not doing it for me. Because, and the reason why I'm too generic, and it reminds me, I know, <laughs> I know a lot of people say this on Twitter, but it does remind me of Naruto a lot. Like I said, I don't mind another series being influenced by a different series, but you got to put your own personal twist to it. I talk about this later on my other on my uh, uh, episode of the podcast on why I don't like Black Clover. But just to bring it on to here, my, uh, my thoughts, it's like, if you're gonna, if you're inspired by another series, that's fine, or anime, whatever, that's fine. But you got to put your own twist to it. And I feel like with Black Clover, from what I've seen, it doesn't really. It, it tries to be something different, but it's still reminding me of Naruto because with the whole the underdog, the um, goals of being the um, highest ranking uh, thing in your field, the uh, demon powers, uh, the side character because the side character he's like a black. A uh, black-haired dude, and he's like he's like a he's like a prodigy and a genius, and that reminds me of Sasuke. Like he's a prodigy and a genius. So like this, and I know Shonen they have their tropes. I get that, but it's like the story, the powers, the goal, the side characters. It's like it's not even a trope anymore. It's like you're blatantly taking something, but you're not making it your own. And I feel like the plot itself was generic, and I'm thinking to myself. I could be watching other anime besides Black Clover. I feel like I was wasting my time watching it. If you enjoy it, that's perfectly fine. If you're a Black Clover fan, that's cool. Because a lot of my friends and coworkers, they tell me they enjoy it. But personally, I feel like it's not for me. There's better anime out there I could watch. I'm, and, I would never compare. I would never compare Black Clover to um, Naruto. You know how people have. I mean, although like you could say the main character has similar. Um, similar motivations i don't I, I feel like those shows are still different enough like necessarily in context and characterization to say they're similar an anime that i would say necessarily similar just because of like the way the characters act and the way it's built is probably close to the fairy tale just like from everything from from just the way they act and the characterization from like how they've been built up like they they act almost exactly the same like the whole quirky crew of of characters who are you know like everybody looks at them like they're idiots but in reality no they're all kind of really strong but no one just knows because they do dumb stuff and that's like that's literally the entire fairy tale guild like the entire fairy tale guild is just people who like are necessarily super strong but 
but everybody looks at them like they like they're dumbasses. So it was like, so I've always compared it more to fairy tale than anything else. I just I don't know. I feel like the Naruto comparisons is, is just like it is, but then isn't because if you just base it off of like some of the motivations it does, but then you know and Sasuke are like such different characters, like it's so hard to compare them to. And then it's just I don't know. I just feel like it's never been it's never been close enough to Naruto for me to be like, oh, that's definitely like a Naruto clone. And it's always been for me close to Fairy Tale just because of how they made their characters. And even their filler or their in-between episodes are just like um or just like um fairy tale ones, like they had the one at the carnival thing that they had, and I could literally imagine watching like Natsu and Gray and all of them fighting and arguing, and then had them having like a swimsuit contest, which is basically exact the exact same thing that they have in that anime, and that's something that fairy tale does often. So um, I I just, I just never saw it as like a Naruto clone. I I can understand what you're. I think maybe my um my group with it too, like comparing it to Naruto, and like I said, I've heard people comparing it to Fairy Tale as well, and I can see that too. I feel like deep down, my biggest gripe with it is the originality. Like every anime has a like a lot of shonen shonen uh anime has tropes, but I feel like I see the originality. Like how Luffy and Goku, they're they're similar traits. You could say like they're powerful. Um, they're the uh, you could say they're the leader of their groups. Um, you know their their art style is similar, but when I look at Luffy, I don't see Goku, or I don't see Goku when I look at Luffy. I see like the inspiration, but I see like they're doing their own things, different, and the characters around them, and like their ambitions and what they want to achieve in life. To where when I look at Black Clover and other uh, and other shonens and its contemporaries, I'm like, well, you know, this is just another such and such, and it's not really doing nothing original but only, like, taking from uh, its contemporaries, but not putting its own twist, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I feel, I feel the same way, which is one of the main problems I have with this series is that it, it just it doesn't feel like its own series. It feels like it's just, it feels like it's, it's made literally just for shonen lovers. If you love shonen, you're going to love this. And that's just, that's just how it is. I mean, that's not a problem. Again, that's not a problem. But it, it also kind of, you know, like, like you said, takes away from like the originality. It's like it's there's no nuance, which is something that you know you, that comes with like My Hero Academia, which has necessarily a lot of nuance for the um, a lot of nuance for the genre. Seeing as you know, Deku isn't is he's similar. You can say he's similar to some characters, but at no point can you say he's just like or in any way um, the same as any other character in um. Uh, and and shonen like and the same thing with Bakugo and all like they they may share similar traits but they're all their own characters at the end of the day and the show itself has different pacing different beats different and the story is being told in such a different way to where you know even though Deku wants to be the number one hero it's not about him just climbing to be number one hero it's about him more so wanting to save people to smile like those like those kind of things like they give him more complex goals than just being number one so um I I definitely agree. I definitely feel what you're saying. Uh, or you can talk about something like Fire exactly. Force, which because has like, as well. You know, because to me, it's like, again, like you were saying, it's like a melting pot of just showing and showing. And if that's what you like, ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'm just looking like it, it's just, it's not enough for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you. Me, 
like another one I feel like, which is like I kind of had a problem with. I, I a little bit had a problem with uh, the Demon Slayer, but it's only my only gripe with it is that um, sometimes it doesn't explain itself in a story. Like, you know, it'll have an incident. Well, let me give an example. So when when they were fighting off, I forgot, it was like the spider demon. It's like one of the last episodes. And when they were, where Tanjiro, he was fighting the spider guy. And he's, he had this, this uh, fire ability. But not only that, but it's like, it explains where it came from, but it doesn't like, he didn't train or foreshadow that he could do something like that. Or like where Nezuko, she did the blood demon art thing. Like, I understand that, um, you know, demons, they have powers and, you know, they can do these crazy abilities, but it was never like foreshadowed or like known in the story that she can have these abilities. Like she could just do this blood demon art, especially when she's unconscious. So to me, it's just, it looks like a, how is she how would she do that? Because it doesn't explain itself. Like comparing it again, like to my hero, like when when Deku did the Black Whip thing, it was foreshadowed that he'd get a new power because you know there's other users in One for All. So uh, so him pulling out the Black Whip and he barely knows how to use it. That makes sense because um, in the previous story, like previous chapters, it said like yo, you know these. These guys, you might be even stronger than um, the previous users. But, like, sometimes in Demon Slayer, I see, like, they do these abilities. Or I forgot the dude's name with the yellow and orange hair. He was unconscious. And then he woke up and he did these lightning powers. But I'm like, how can he do that? And he's, like, he's the most, he's the, like, the the weakest or the scariest person in the bunch. And it didn't really make sense to me that he, people can do these these um these crazy abilities without it being explained. I think I think with like the, the with Demon Slayer, it's it, the, I mean personally for me that didn't come off as strange to me just because like it's a shonen thing that they show you now and then tell you later. Um, so like the whole thing with the dance, I think that was for me personally. I, I saw that as something like not necessarily them explaining it, but then they have like the next few episodes where he's asking about it, and uh, that's why he ends up following the guy. Um, I said Rengoku. That's not his name. I forget what guy's name. Onto the demon train. No, that's his Rengoku. Yeah, he follows him onto the train because he wants to ask him about his fire art uh, or his flame art to figure out if that has anything to do with the fire that he did. So, like for me, that didn't really bother me because it was like shown and show now till till later. Like as long as it gets, as long as it comes out with like a a response that makes sense in the end, with whether it comes by the end of the demon train arc or whether it comes in season two. Then I'll be like, all right, okay, it's not that bad. And with the the blood demon arc, I just felt that was something that because they talk about um higher level demons have those blood arts. So I think it was her kind of changing into um a higher level demon um by like her feelings, which is something she shouldn't be able to do. Um so I think that I think that's interesting. My problems with Demon Slayer is something totally different. I feel like Demon Slayer is is just a uh, is just again another, and it's not bad. I think Demon Slayer is actually pretty good as an anime. I don't personally love the characters. Right. I think Zenitsu's horrible, a horrible character. I the only character I really like off of that was um uh oh my gosh, what is his name? Is um the guy that's always screaming. I can't remember his name right now. Well, not always screaming. Um, the angry guy. 
Inosuke. And, Inosuke. I like Inosuke because Inosuke was the only one for me that season that felt like they really had character development. So like even with Tanjiro, who saw like his whole family dying like that, and then we see that one episode where he kind of like you know switches like to protective, but he was protective from the beginning. Like even in the beginning when he's talking, he's like he always wants to protect his family. He went into the village to do stuff so his little sisters didn't. He did this today because because his father had died before, so he became a protector. So he never really changed fundamentally in any way shape or form of a care as a character because his family died because he kept protecting because that's all he does so um i feel like he never really had any deep character development throughout the whole um first season while inosuke at least had a moment when he was fighting in the force and he lost or he basically like won luckily and still almost died and he's sitting there and he's quiet for, like the next two episodes he's just quiet because he's like he realized that i'm not strong I'm not stronger than Tanjiro. I'm not stronger than these people. I must get stronger to be to to be able to claim that I'm the strongest. So I liked him for that moment alone. But like, I don't know. I just for me personally, that was my problem with Demon Slayer. That and the monster of the week thing wasn't biggest to me. It just felt like it, it didn't get monotonous because because of the way they did it, which I really enjoy it. But still, it didn't feel like it was something brand brand new. Especially when the mangaka came out and said that all those breathing techniques are just imagination. So, personally, well, going on that thing, the whole imagination thing, I honestly think the manga is just trolling. I really don't think they're serious about that. That's just me. But going back to like with the whole how it's kind of uh, convenient for them to get these plot power ups, quote unquote, it's it's. It's actually explained in the story at that particular moment. It's like, because it's uh, Shinobu. That's her, I think that's her name. Yeah. In the same episode with Tan, uh, when Giyu and her, they come and save Tanjiro and uh, Zenitsu. She basically explains, like, the reason why they're able to do these power-ups at this particular moment. It's, it's, it's um, they're able to do them. Not consistently, but they're able to do it at a point where, like, it's a necessary. It's a necessity at that moment. Like, there's a life or death. Like, if we don't, if you don't pull out your full potential right then and there, you're going to die. And that's what leads to like the flashbacks of them with their like mentors or them or Tandra with his father. Like, he's always known about the Hinokami dance. It's just it was only a matter. It was like a matter of when can he actually execute it and what what would it take for him to actually be able to do it? So in the context of the story, it took for him literally dying and his life flashing before his eyes to remember what his father told him when he was young in order for him to activate the Hinokami itself. And I think what makes it, it makes it better is that with Tanjiro's case, it's like, even though he did activate it and we got that amazing moment, he didn't win because then the next episode... Uh, Rui, the spider, uh, was he, oh, I think he's a lower moon six, or I can't remember. But yeah, he in the next episode he was like, "I hope you didn't think that was enough to finish me off. I cut off my own head at the last minute." So it's kind of like, "Yeah, Tanjiro, you had that cool moment, but you still not really in the uh, you still not like uh, uh, lower upper moon demon level. You feel me? So I think that makes sense." In the context of the story, to me, personally, it makes sense. That's all I got to say on that. And um, I did like the Monster of the Week thing for uh, Demon Slayer. Because it's like, because 
with Demon Slayer, it's uh, it's clear that the author intended for like this to be like your basic shonen. It's like we're not gonna give you something too like crazy out the gate. We're like we're gonna give you like your main antagonist right there, and it's just gonna be an episodic saga with that group and that main villain. Like it allows you to build upon. Like you're able to see the journey of these uh, characters, like Tanjiro, Zenitsu, Inosuke, Nezuko, in order for them to see, like, okay, this, like, this is the comparison of one demon. Halfway through, this is the comparison of another demon. Okay, it's a m- little more difficult, but I'm still able to do the. Uh, I can, I can pull out the W. And then you get to the end point. It's like, all right, yo, I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. I gotta remember something mom like i have to be in a point where my life is in danger where i'm about to die if it to eventually try to pull out a w and still not technically get the dub you feel me so i definitely enjoyed that while i was watching it and yeah i would and like i said i would recommend that anime to uh to anybody who's starting out trying to watch anime one of my things i need to answer is like i forgot the dude's name he has like yellow and orange hair I forgot his name, but when he went unconscious and then he just woke up with that cool lightning ability, one of the things I was just thinking to myself, how did he do that? I don't know if y'all know, but how did that? Well, 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 Zenitsu, they have the uh, one part where they show him training with his grandfather um, during uh, around the time where he does it the second time, I believe. Yeah, the the second time when he's fighting the spider guy, they have him, um, they have him, uh, they have like a little flashback where he, uh, where they show us him training with his grandfather. Uh, so yeah, they did, they do explain that. They do explain how he does his powers because he becomes calmer when he's, when he's, when he um, falls asleep, which makes me, what makes it easier for him to do that, do it. Well, it makes him less scared so he could do it. But um, yeah, they did explain it though. It's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And it's like, like, I'm not trying to nitpick or shit on it anyway. It's just like, it's just some parts in the story where I just, I'm trying to put it together, but it's not clicking. Because even when, like, when Nezuko, when she got turned into a demon, and they said, like, well, she didn't went full on savage, and and you know the uh, dude in the red mask said he put a spell on him. I'm like, well, I didn't know demon slayers could do magical cast spells, but that's just. Well, it's not really a spell. That it wasn't really a spell. He just repeated like into Nezuko while she was while she fell asleep for that year and a half or two years was like. Humans are what he said. He said humans are family. Protect humans. So that's um, that changed that changed her outlook on uh, what the average demon would have been if she didn't hear that message from uh, the sensei. Like she would have went around killing every single human besides Tanjiro. And, and it was it was. So that's why you. Oh, go ahead, my fault. My fault. Go ahead. Uh, so that's why you see at like the at the later at the latter half of when Tanjiro is being uh, questioned by the Hashira, and then they pull out Nezuko and they try to prove that oh she's nothing but a demon, and uh, Sonami he cuts himself for her to taste his blood, and that's when you see, that's when you get a flashback within her mind is like in Urukodaki uh, he let her know like humans are family you got to protect them, and then she uses that as a motivation to turn away from Sonami to not drink his blood or lick his blood and cause chaos. Well, yeah, because he, he um, what he did was he uh, hypnotized her. That's what it was. He hypnotized her. He didn't use magic when she was sleeping. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. 
that was just one of my unanswered questions that I, I always had in the back of my head because I'm trying to understand the story. But yeah, I appreciate y'all for um putting me on to that knowledge. So the next question I got is pick two or three new gen anime protagonists that you think will be remembered over time and why? Two, three, um Yeah, it could be two or three. I'm not real okay, I'm per okay, uh even though I don't really care for the show, uh you gotta put Deku in that conversation because like Buddy's making noise like no no other anime protagonist since like the big three to be honest with you. Like people love them some Deku. Um if I had to say two more, I think uh Shinra from Fire Force. Like I, I personally enjoy Fire Force. I, I think the show is gas. I think him and his whole uh uh thing with wanting to be a hero to uh, to protect people so they don't become uh oh, fuck, what is it? Because the premise of uh Fire Force is human combustion where they become uh what are they called? Um shit. I forgot I, what they would call them. About, it, it, it's, uh, I forget yeah. their name too, but yeah, I get you saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when they start, when human combustion, I th- I think to me, Shinra, he's he's one of those niggas that like he wants smoke like a hundred percent of the time. He, he ain't he ain't afraid of nobody, bro. And he like he'll do whatever he got to do to protect his squad. So I think Shinra will definitely be remembered. And uh, I haven't watched this. All the way through, but I think uh, Senku from Doctor Stone, he'll definitely he he's like, cause he's one of those shonen protagonists that you could put in like his own category of being unique just all around. He's not like the battle driven, hungry like your Goku's or your Luffy's, and he's kind of and he's not like uh, Ichigo per se. He uses his smarts majority of the time, and then he allows his comrades that are physically capable to fight for him while he's in the back scheming and making moves behind the scenes and letting them know what's going on. I think that'll definitely, uh, he'll definitely be remembered as well. But yeah, those are my three. Midoriya, Shinra, and uh, Senku. Um, I guess just not to repeat, uh, I'll say I'll say other ones that I think necessarily should be remembered, even though they may or may not to, may or may not. Uh, first, I gotta say Hinata, from Haikyuu. Um that man that 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 little that little man is a goat in my eyes. Definitely one of one of one of the greatest to do it when it comes to a sports anime. Ain't nobody done it better. Um ain't nobody done it better than my man Hinata. Uh next um I will probably I, I wanna say so it depends on how you wanna say uh I get the main character. I don't know. I would say I want to say Trevor Trevor Belmont from Castlevania. Even though it's like a limited series, it's very short. Like it's definitely doing, it's definitely making big waves with like the entire anime community. Uh, just because of like, just because of the unorthodox way that uh, Castlevania is. That and being probably the best video game adaptation of a uh, into an anime or like a series ever done, like ever. Um, so plus, like every part of Castlevania is amazing, from the action, action animation, from the regular animation, like every single part of it just hits incredibly hard for no reason at all. Especially since there's also like this underlying multiverse thing going on that could or could not happen. So definitely that that definitely be uh, remembered for 
definitely much more years to come. And then uh, lastly, uh, I want to say my, my young boy from Mob Psycho 100. Uh, oh, my gosh. That was crazy. I'm saying that, but I, I just forgot his name. As soon as I said it, I forgot his name. Lord Jesus. Um, one second. Oh, I can't believe I forgot his name. But the main character from Mob Psycho 100. Mob Psycho itself is like gaining mad acclaim just because of how good the animation in season two was. Um, and it's just going to get better. Oh, yeah. Sh- uh, Shiggy. Uh, not that Shiggy. Is it Shiggy? Yeah, I thought it was his brother. But, um, yeah, Shiggy, Shig, uh, Shiggy Okagiyama. Just, just how, just how big his um, the anime has gotten since the second was just amazing. Like the first season was good already, but it's very rare that you see a second season that are just as good or better than that first season. And now it's Mob Psycho 100 season two. The animation was on a whole different level from from episode one, and it's just it's different. I could definitely see people still talking about Mob Psycho 100 uh, with it within a few years. That's what's up. For me, like I said, I'll go with Midoriya because I feel like Midoriya, when he becomes the number one hero, I feel like he's gonna blow a lot of people's minds and how he uh how he how he became that hero and like from starting from the bottom being a quirkless, uh, timid guy to like being more confident and growing into his own and he like became less of all might and became more of his own hero. And just his whole journey, just like the whole arc is just like helping him develop and you know just not not just because he's super powerful but because he's like he's intelligent and you know he his care for people so he's gonna i feel like his strong impact will go down for uh gonna be remembered also for me i say uh i I will also pick mm, I, i would go with um i forgot his name no Okay, Thorfinn from a uh, Vinland saga, because to me Thorfinn he didn't he didn't come in there like with with anything super powerful or or trying to like you know he was just trying to avenge his dad but he was doing it the right way and I feel like what separates his revenge story from other people who's like oh I got to avenge this is because if you watch Vinland saga and this is a short spoiler not it's not too crazy but. He had plans to kill the person who, Ascalade, I think his name was, who killed his dad. He had plenty of times to kill him, but he was sleeping unconscious. So only when he was conscious, that's when he will challenge him because he, he cares about his honor more than just like, oh, just blindly killing him and just progressing and getting stronger and doing things his way. And he wasn't really a good guy or a bad guy. He was just down the middle, like, I'm just here to get this dude and and just hang him on my wall because he's just a effed up person, what he did to my father. So I feel like Vinland Saga, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna, people are gonna remember it, but more importantly, people are gonna remember Thorfinn and what type of character he is. Mm. All right. And the next question I got for y'all is in y'all opinion, do you think? sales makes a series great so if a series has lots of sales do you just automatically think that the quality is good or do you just because people like to base things off numbers so the question is do you think sales just means okay it's a good series or it's just like it's over it's just a hype thing 
Uh, all right. For okay. All right. I know this question because this question gets brought up a lot on Twitter, um, especially any Twitter. Me personally, I can't. It's like it's a double-edged sword to be honest, because it's like if it's doing numbers, there's have to be some type of popularity or quality that people were like, "Hey, this is amazing." But I don't want to be one of those people that can that'll automatically say, "Oh, my series sold much more than your series." So by the standard of that, this is a higher quality in that. I think it's all it's all a subjective thing. But to me, I'm like. I'm on the fence because, like, I don't ever want to bring up sales for series, like, that I think are critically acclaimed because I know, compared to other series, because, like, um, for example, uh, all right, so, okay, for example, um, uh, okay, take two, I'll take two series right now, Dragon Ball and Cowboy Bebop. I'm not going to be a fool and say, I'll never say Cowboy Bebop sold more than Dragon Ball. This is stupid. However, I can say the quality of Cowboy Bebop can match, or if not, be better than Dragon Ball, based on my personal opinion. I can say that, because I like both series, and it and it's kind of like, well, Dragon Ball will always be my, toss, my, my number one anime of all time, but I can argue that Cowboy Bebop is, is as good. If not, you can make an argument slightly better, depending on what type of mood I'm in, you feel me? So, I never, I like me personally. I never like to equate that. But on the other hand, you just gotta be like, okay, if it's definitely selling like four million copies a year, I mean, is it's kind of safe to say like there's gotta be some something good that people like about this show. It has to be something. There has to be like memorable characters. There has to be a well-written story, world building, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I'm on the fence about that. Because it can go either way with me. I, I think numbers don't matter in the slightest. They never have and they never necessarily will. Like when it comes to like sales, sell, selling something is, it's like saying sex sales, sex sales, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's the idea that something is easily consumable and it's something easily people want, then they're going to buy it. So it's, so I'm not saying like more complex series won't get the sales that, that you know simpler ones do but it's going to take them longer and that's just that's just how it's always been you know what i'm saying like with with and and that i mean that's not a slight to the show like it, it's it's good quality it's it's good enough quality that the mainstream mainstream pop population or mainstream people love it and that's why it gets taken in it's like it's like the argument like drake against most pop most other popular more lyric lyricist artists like drake and is right i mean it's still a goat that man is an amazing hit maker he makes hits like nobody else you put drake on your song it's going to sell no matter what because his name because his name is drake and that's just how it is but does that mean he's the best lyricist to ever come out no does that mean he's the best best person to ever make music no that just means he's great at making hits and so it's it's just so i mean sales sales matter little like if, if i was in the argument and you brought up sales to me i'm looking at you different because that because I'm, I'm looking at oh so you only care about what makes money so and i mean that just comes down to a lot of things like i think about whenever people talk about sales i think about vanilla ice vanilla ice makes ice ice baby and he still makes royalties off that when that song came out that joint that joint peaked that, that joint hit number one ice ice baby hit number one and you're telling me that there are some rappers nowadays that are worse than ice ice baby i mean yes but i mean like when it comes to like popular mermaid no Come on now. Like, that's ridiculous. But that's how it is. Like, some people see only see the numbers. They only see the numbers. They don't only see the quality. So, 
Um, although I believe numbers matter nominally, like, you know, like a very small amount. The quality. One, it's all about the quality. It's all about your personal preference, too. But, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think numbers mean anything at all in the slightest. It's just some people just like something that's easy to read. Not everybody wants to read something that's complex or something like that. And even then, some people like – a lot of people – the reason why it's popular is because it's something that people have liked for a long time. The reason why the reason why um, certain like Demon Slayer and stuff like that is be is, is selling so much right now is because it's taking formulas that have been successful for a long time and it's doing just enough different for it to feel fresh and that's that's all you that's, that's, that's all you need. Yeah, if you bring up our the uh, sales and like an argument to prove your point of why one series is better, you can't you, you go you look you're goofy, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. You sound like a whole clown. That don't even make sense to bring up, at least to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, for my take on it is like, okay, I understand that the masses and the majority is going to uh, – has a different opinion on it because they're out here supporting it, and they're supporting it with their pockets or, you know, they're um, creating revenue and giving it hype. But also looking at a sales, like, that, that doesn't mean – it's quality. It means people fuck with it, but it doesn't mean like it's a good um, product because like another comparison is like, you know, the the Dragon Ball Z movie, like the uh, live action one, it was horrible, but people went out to see it because out of the name Dragon Ball. So of course all the fans, you know, the diehard fans are going to go out and support it. But when they didn't, when they actually sat down and saw the movie, they trashed it, they tore it to shreds. And just because something is high doesn't mean it can, it can't drop. Most definitely. I mean, yeah, sales do mean your. It's thing just like, dude. It does mean it's popping, but that yeah. don't mean it's the best. Oh, it, like, that just means it's popping. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, right? Like you can, like anything, like bro said, anything could sell. That doesn't mean the majority of the population is going to be like, oh, this is like top notch quality. Like that's that's ridiculous to say because you're always gonna have people who have differing opinions. You can't just come together and say objectively this is like the the Leonardo DiCaprio writing. You feel me? Like no, nigga. I mean, I mean that's like that's like there was like the whole thing on Twitter with the whole thing with like French Montana talking about he got better more bangers or something. Kendrick Lamar. Come on now, we know that man's capping. That nigga capping hard as hell. I I mean really though, like any every single French Montana song you could think of that you really like, except for like um. It's a feature on. I'm like, you gonna on. try to tell me you better than Kendrick Lamar? But I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest though. If you in the club, if you in the club, or you in the, you know what I mean, you in the strip club, joint like that, you you're not gonna want. You might play all right for a little bit, but you are gonna play pop that longer. And I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad you gonna play pop that longer because pop that's a good song for the parties. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But that's the same thing with sales. I mean, even though French Montana don't sell more than Kendrick Lamar either, I ain't trying to say that. But what? But the point is, is that what's popular, what gets the people going? You know what I mean? What's it provocative? You know what I'm saying? That's what people are gonna watch and listen and read and play and like play more. You know what I mean? Does that make it better? No, but it's definitely gonna be a lot more people consuming it. This nigga is spitting. He's right. He's on target. That's exactly how I feel. He's spitting. What? I, I talk through the facts. They be wilding. They be wilding on Twitter. They be wilding on any Twitter, too, with all that shit. They be getting on my nerves. Especially since Demon Slayer just passed One Piece, too. So, 
Yeah. And matter of fact, that goes on to my next question that you that funny that you brought that up because that's my next question. Okay. So this is a two part question. So recently Demon Slayer won Best Anime of the Year and it outsold One Piece. Do you feel it deserved anime of the year? Also, what new gen anime would you pick to be anime? I mean, if we're talking strictly from 2019, it was Vinland Saga. We talking strictly from 2019. If we're talking about like like an actual complex series with different levels to it, and and even even though Vinland Saga and Vinland Saga had good animation, good animation, art style, lore, history, all that, it's Vinland Saga easily. If we talking about the popular choice, it's Demon Slayer. Personally, wait, hold up. Didn't uh, Attack on Titan season three part two came out? It's, it's a toss up right? between that and Villain Saga. I, I agree with both that. I, I was gonna say like if I had to pick between if I had to pick another anime before uh, uh, that wasn't Demon Slayer the one anime of the year, Attack on Titan season three part two. That's easy. That would meant because I because I been me and my boy Josh, we binged Attack on Titan during the year of twenty nineteen. And it was just something when you got to, cause like, like, cause Attack on Titan it started off amazing with season one, and then you get to season two. But it's season, it was season three that really was like, yo, it it, it changed everything. I'm like, damn, bro, oh my god! Like, I was like, this came out this year. Oh my god! If it was, was any other anime besides Demon Slayer that I would have picked, it was it would have been Attack on Titan easily. That season three part two was something else. You had to just—I was in awe every time I found something new, bro. That was crazy. All the plot twists, the things about the Titans, the basement—that shit was crazy. But that's um, two right there. We just named as far as Vinland and Attack on Titan, which I believe were two both leagues ahead of Demon Slayer last night, last season, last year. So that's two. That's two already. Yeah. But um, for me, I pick um my hero and or um it's between my hero or the. Uh, oh, yeah, and TPA uh, came out last year. See, see, they, I did Demon Slayer pick was straight popularity, not actual quality, not actually like full quality of the entire show as a whole. Come on now. Because Promise Neverland had people on the edge of their seats. And they were like, damn, are they going to escape? Are they... And it was something new. And it wasn't just phone, uh, following the same show and formula. Also, My Hero, again, because I feel like with that whole overhaul arc and the whole uh, they got to rescue this little girl and all the pressure they put on it, the dope fights, the characters was amazing. Um, side characters get to shine, main character get to shine, the Deku fight with overhaul. And it was just like, it was just going like, it was a good pace Uh Everything was just on point and executed to the highest top notch. So I'd give it to either My Hero or Promise Neverland. I would have been satisfied with. But yeah, that was that's that's my pick. So before we go, I got this one last question, and then we could close out and we could uh, give our shout outs. So the final question is, what legacy will your favorite new gen anime leave behind? What was the question again? Uh, what legacy will your favorite new gen anime leave behind? Like, what would 
what would be the legacy it will leave behind? We look uh, back on it. Damn. Oh, as far as favorite new gen anime, oh, I'm gonna just go ahead and say, shoot, for this one, I'll t- I'll talk about Attack on. I'll say Attack on Titan. Uh, I think Attack on Titan will just. I think as far as storytelling for these new gen anime. Attack on Titan is one of the anime, like, within the last 10 years, 10 or 15 years, that really put people on the edge of their seats with a storytelling alone. Like, the whole thing with, with the whole premise of the Titans and where they actually came from, and when you follow the story of Eren, Mikasa, and the scouts to find out what it is that uh they're truly fighting, because they're fighting the Titans to maintain peace but then when you realize there's like uh there's terrorism within the walls of self with the whole politics and the government and how they created t- titans themselves so it's kind of like it's like and i think it's stated by the author that like the human like the titans are aren't just the only things they have to worry about they have to worry about humanity itself within the walls and without the within uh out of the walls too and so it's like you really get to see these characters at a point where, like, yo, they got to make a decision of where they want to go. Like, you people who you were friends with may become enemies later. Enemies that you were with, you were with enemies before, they become your allies at a certain point. And all the plot twists and turns and finding out everything that happened in the past. I think, uh, no, Attack on Titan is just people are going to look back at that anime as like, yo, that was, it's definitely in the conversation of all-time greats, but I think this last season, from what I've heard people say in the manga, like, it's definitely like, finna be crazy, and I'm not reading the manga, I'm just going to wait for it to get animated, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I, th- I think it all depends. I mean, it's like on Titan, most definitely, I already, we we had an episode, um, black anime had an episode, we talked about anime at the decade, and that's Attack on Titan. Attack on, there's, I can't think of another show where people were waiting on, waiting for four years, four or five years for another season to come out and were still excited the day it came out when the day it ended. So Attack on Titan itself is definitely going to live in infamy and live on. Um, I think another show, I think I'll probably say My Hero Academia most definitely is going to be one of those shows that lasts for a long time, especially as the anime continually gets um, continually gets made. Um, just the manga alone, manga alone is praised like most, like no other. Like even in its lower arcs, people still love it. And with everything that's coming on with the uh, with the anime coming soon, it's definitely going to be. It's a different style of shonen anime that blends Western culture and Western superhero culture specifically into it, which is um, something that isn't done often. Like we have anime like JoJo's, which is big with Western and anime and Eastern culture, but it's necessarily just their culture, not like a certain aspect of it, which my hero does with superhero culture. So I think it's something definitely that's going to last the test of time just as being the first of more likely many um, definitely expect to see more anime in the future that is going to take some more story beats from uh, Western comics, especially uh, within a shonen drama, which I, I believe what will happen just because of how successful my hero has already been. So, yeah. For me, I agree with um, Aaron. I feel like My Hero Academia is going to go down and um, we're going to look back and I'm like, damn, because the story progressed so much ever since season one. Like, all the characters are getting developed. And if you paid attention to uh, those who know what the liberation arc and everything, it's like, 
it's showing how like different ideologies or like even staying ideology like he's not a bad guy he's not a a superhero neither he's like down the middle just going off his own perspective and just like how we in society deal with superpowers and it's like a reflection of our reality because it deals with real life problems but also like even the good superheroes they're not all good people like endeavor but he's um changing and he's growing just like a normal human would so i really like how they implemented that and also like just the great characters the story and it just keeps progressing better and better and better from previous arcs so i feel like that's something to look forward to and if another one i would say is either it might it might be even two more i would say is fire force because it's like this whole dark um grim reality that they're dealing with with all the fire combustions and how they deal with loss and like corruption and religions like it's more devil stuff too so i'm I'm interested like they're cooking up something real good and the fights are just like top notch and i feel like one more i believe is like b stars might leave something heavy behind because they're they're putting a new twist to to just implementing animals in the real world and how we would like how we would interact if we were in those situations and it's like a high school kind of romance setting but it's like a slice of life so those three i feel like those are something like we'll leave heavy legacies that we'll look back and be like damn those were some real good animals oh yeah i just want to say one more thing about attack on titan for when the future like attack on titan story itself that's one of the stories that you gotta look back you're gonna look back like 20 years later and be like motherfucker really made this on a weekly bait or a monthly basis and snapped because like to me i think attack on titan story it's like that that can never be replicated dog that's a once in a generational talent right there the the author of attack on titan he's in his bag right now yo That's facts. Attack on Titan itself, even as a as a manga, is just different. Just the way they um uh, just I feel like even as a manga, it's it's just it's been praised up and down by everybody within the community. I I literally like I see people arguing on whether the characters' choices may have been right or wrong, but not once I ever see anybody say, "Oh, nah, they should have did this arc differently." Oh, nah, they should have did this differently. Nah, they everybody heavily fucks with everything. Yeah, done. I don't like, see you, that on any Twitter. Never either. see that happening. That's just because because the manga itself is gonna go down as well. It's something like like you know you talk about like you have some people talk about when like the bigger mangas ever came out, you know, and you have like. Villain Saga, which is a big one, apparent uh, Kingdom, uh, Berserk, and I feel like Attack on Titan is definitely gonna fit in there, even like you know with like Naruto and all that. So it just it's definitely it's definitely gonna be around forever, and people are gonna show their kids that it's gonna be around for a long time. Most definitely, and they consider they consider Attack on Titan a shonen, right? Um. I, like, cause when I, cause like I heard it was a shonen, but when I first saw it, I was like. This well, is a shonen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, because I was gonna say you gotta remember that shonen. Like we have shonen battle anime, but shonen jump does have other and uh, does, does have other manga stuff for just shonen battle anime. I think we forget. I think we forget, we forget oh, okay. that because I because because like that that first episode, bro. I was like, hold on, <laughs> right. ain't no shonen. I, I was like, am I watching the <laughs> Sane right now? Hold up, because that that first episode. 
man, that was something. Yeah, everybody, everybody jaw dropped when they saw that one. And then when you find out later that it was his father's uh, first wife, I think, that killed his mom, I'm just like, ain't that about a bitch, <laughs> y'all? <laughs> oh, my God. That shit'll have you on the edge of your seat, y'all. But yeah. But yeah. That ought to do it for this podcast, our group session five. And we just gave our thoughts. Uh I wanna thank my boy Meech and uh how I say it, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for coming on. Definitely check out Black Anime Podcast. It's spelled B L X X B L X X K, you know, anime. Yeah. And then check out my boy Meech at the Space of the Place podcast too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Make sure to check me out, Space of Place podcast here on Anchor. I just opened the app recently and I was able to get my uh, stuff shared to Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, make sure to check it out on theirs too. I'll be coming back with uh, some more weekly episodes. You can follow me on It's Your Boy Meech on Twitter. And yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Just keep it, keep the grind going. Um, uh, you know, what I mean, you can catch Black Anime any uh, any all podcasts, you know, sites, whatever. You got Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can catch us anywhere. Facts, and make sure to check out their podcast. They're everywhere. And I want to thank my guests for coming so much for coming through. I appreciate y'all. No problem. No problem, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. You feel me? All right. With that being said, we out. Y'all stay safe. Peace, Peace out. <laughs>